Hey everybody, it's Kedrick, and uh, I am back for Series 3 of Is This Your Playlist? And I would like for everyone to welcome my brand new co-host, Mark. Hey guys. Um, if you listen to um, Season 2, I think it was Episode 11, uh, Mark came on to um, guest host with me, and he is now the co-host. Um, for those of you who want to know, Stephen Michael and I have parted ways. Uh, Steven has a very successful photography thing that he has going on right now. And the podcast is my priority and, um, you know, we're cool with it, but Mark, it's all us now. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Happy to join you and just shoot the shit about music, which is what we do in our normal lives anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'm in, I'm in very sunny LA and it's great weather this weekend. And, um, so yeah, so, uh, Mark, what'd you do on New Year's Eve? I was in your neck of the woods, actually. Oh, for uh, a night, right? Just for one <laughs> night. Yeah, we made a really last minute plan. We had no big plans here in LA, and, uh, I was supposed to have worked, and had to work, like, the next day, my partner, and my gig got canceled, so he was just like, let's go spend the night in Palm Springs at CCBC, mind you, oh, in an RV. Nice. And isn't there a new development in your relationship with Tim? development? That's a whole year ago. Oh, sorry, listeners. I thought that they got engaged this weekend. That actually (laughs) happened uh, uh, on the 30th last year. Sorry. But it was the anniversary of of that day, So, Um, which was also in Palm Springs in front of the tool shed bar. Yeah. Very romantic. You go, you go to all the all, <laughs> all the classy, classy places. places. <laughs> that's so that's why we get along very well. We go to Tushed and Castaneda's. Oh my god! And we're um, very happy. So we had a nice time. What did you do? I loved him. Um, I remember meeting him uh, the first night we were going to see Book of Love at the '80s bar, and I was sitting in the back seat of your car, kind of like quizzing him a little bit. <laughs> Like, what are your intentions for Mark? And he was just like, <laughs> now you know. And uh, I just love him to death. And I'm very, Me very, too. I'm very, very happy for you. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I the holidays were good for me. Um, I worked a lot and we were super, super busy at World Gym. Uh, and I threw my birthday in the middle of Thanksgiving and Christmas. I don't so. think I even knew that I didn't even know it was your birthday. It's a very crazy time to have a birthday. You should I know. move it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, December 11th. <laughs> um, I turned 49, so it's my last year in my 40s. And, uh, yeah, I plan on doing a lot of good stuff with it this year. Um, so, uh, New Year's Eve was, I mean, at the gym... I it was can't busy? even. Oh my god! It was busy. It made Gay Pride and uh, White Party Weekend look like a slow weekend. I'm not even kidding. At one were point, were they all getting ready to go to? They were Delph? all for their pump, getting their pump on. I mean, I had like a. Well, you can't really see listeners, but I had a really big stack of like huh. guest, you know, guest forms and stuff. And um, at one point, I looked out from the from behind the counter, and I looked out, and like all the cardio machines, except for the ones that were broken, <laughs> were, were filled. And I looked out, and it was just like I mean, it was crazy. It was busier than I've the, ever seen. The it. city in general was really busy. I mean, we got there New Year's Eve day, yeah, and just driving on the main strip, you could tell that this city was really busy. And then on New Year's Day, 
we were walking around in town and it was just jam-packed with all kinds of people, families. So, yeah. The gays, all, all of us. All of us. And, and there were some... There were some cute ones. Like, there's a bunch of cuties from New York. And I was like, to one of them, I said, is there any cute boys in New York? Because you're all here. And I love that. <laughs> and uh, some some crazy Canadians had me go out to Wang's last weekend. And I was just like... Ugh. Oh, I saw your post. Why is that place closing? I Oh, because uh, the new owners yeah, are closing it. <laughs> I don't know, like, super details, but that's what I heard. It so. just seems crazy because it's always... You know, it's always a go-to so, place over there. So it's 2020, 2020, 2020. and um, I kind of thought it would be a good idea for us to do uh, kind of a retrospective of our best things of two ni- 2019. So we're going to get our stuff together, and uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Welcome back. This is Mark. Hi, Mark. Um, so, yeah. You went to a bunch of concerts this year? We both went to a bunch of concerts this year? Actually, I did not go to a bunch of concerts this year. The list of concerts that I didn't go to would be longer Ooh. than the ones that I went to. Okay, well. So why don't you start? <laughs> <laughs> I think mine was less than another year's too, but there were definitely some highlights and some good times. Um, Kiss's End of the Road show. At the beginning, I think that was back in February. Beginning I want to say of the end of the road. Begin, the, the beginning next, of the end of the road before the next stop. Before the, the next end of the road. Of the road. Yeah, like the if, share tour. If, <laughs> well, yeah, except I think this one's really going to end while she is still on tour. Okay. <laughs> if the last time was the was my last time, it would have been perfection. It was just an amazing show. They upped everything in the show. Because you had really good seats too, didn't you? I, Pretty good seats, yeah. Seconds the second section down on the floor. And we both like our photos and stuff and you I remember you posted some really, really good photos. I ones. got some good photos. Yeah, for sure. I mean I wasn't that close, but I managed to get some I mean they give you so much in their show and the lighting is there and everything. And also there's moments where the band members are, you know, passing over your head and okay. you know, on um, flying fl- over, yeah, stuff. flying overhead and all kinds of stuff. But it was just a fantastic show, and they're coming back in March, so I hope to get to that one. Um, what did they? Did they? Was the set list kind of like standard, or did they throw in something that you were kind of surprised about? Not that surprised. It was kind of standard. A few, you know, from the non-makeup era, but mostly it's kind of classic Kiss makeup era. I do wish that they would switch it up. I wish they would do like weird songs from like unmasked and the elder and some of the less popular albums. God, they, you know. they won't. I know. They, they, maybe in Australia. Cause well, they will in Australia. Cause if the they reason... get back there, they had to cancel a portion of it. But well, the um, elder was well, the unmasked. No, there. unmasked was oh. really big over there. Oh, nice. It was, was, was like kiss mania when they, when their career went down here, it went up over there. So that was a, just a fantastic show. And I'm looking forward to seeing it again. How many times have you seen them? Not as many as you think, because <laughs> I didn't really go to any of the non-makeup shows. You did not? I did not. So I saw Dynasty, Creatures of the Night, which was, I think, 85, and then, like, nothing until the reunion shows. Um, I saw them with Def Leppard, and I think that was 2014. I, that show was with Def Leppard. I'm pointing... To a photo hanging on my wall. <laughs> a very good photo of... Is it just Paul and Gene or is yeah. Tommy there also? No, just Paul and Gene in that picture. And that was... 
I was taken at the forum with, yeah. with Def Leppard. I was there. Yeah, so it's kind of weird that you, you and I both have, although we're mainly like pop, like <laughs> crazy pop. We have some weird rock and roll offshoots. Yeah, that was that was very cool. I mean, I was going to go see Made in the Shade tour. Hot in the Shade, what, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> and that was, what was that, 87? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember, I mean, the, the best, the thing that, uh, I kind of remember about that tour was that Winger and Slaughter were the opening up acts. Okay, calm it down, Winger. <laughs> they uh, kind of smartly for this one. They their opening act was a painter, one of those guys that just like splashes paint, and it, you know he does really cool stuff. Got the audience hyped. It was short. Okay, and they just you know got on with their show. This uh, this next round of shows, I believe it's David Lee Roth. Which, oh, okay. which will be fun. Yeah, he'll sing Van Halen songs. Yeah, I mean, hopefully around. it'll just be like the best of Van Halen, and, and that'll be cool. And California Girls and Justin Gigolo. Uh, I mean... <laughs> we'll see. So that was anyway. That was one of my favorite shows for sure. Um, like I said, my my list was very short and sweet this year. Um, so probably... Well, definitely the... God, there it was two two different bands, but... Definitely the standout was um, the Stray Cats uh, reunion tour. Um, if you've listened to any of the podcasts about Stray Cats, you know, it took me a very long time to see them. And um, this year, uh, the last three shows were California shows. And one was at the Greek Theater and two were at the Humphreys in San Diego. And um, when I when I planned to do this, I, you know, I said to myself, I'm not going to... You know, I'm going to get really good seats because I wanted really good seats. And the Greek Theater, I had sixth row. And one of the nights at the Humphreys, I had seventh row. And then the last night of the tour, I had fourth row. And I was on Lee's side, which is the right-hand side of the stage for the last show. And Lee's my favorite, so he was just kind of right there. And um, my pictures and videos were amazing. And, um, you know, I just, I, I love them so much and, um, you know, it took 35 years to see them, but I'm going to see them hopefully, you know, whenever they come, but I heard Brian Setzer's having like throat issues or right, something like that. Right, he canceled his holiday shows, so, so hopefully. So be... hopefully that'll be, that'll be good. So, you know, um, it was just so much fun. The crowd was into it. It was a lot of people kind of like our age, um, you know, um, with you know, I saw girls with, you know, the kind of curls, pompadours, pompadours oh, yeah, yeah. and the yeah, and the guys with, the, you know, uh, leather jackets and stuff, and um, and Mark created because Mark has a t-shirt business um, called Hunties Hunties Thank you very much. Yes. I'll go ahead and shamelessly plug it for you. Um, he he makes t-shirts for me because we've been friends for 30 years. So I wore both of my t-shirts, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, where'd you get your t-shirt?" And I was like. Oh, my friend Mark makes it for me. And they're like, oh, does he do it for everyone else? And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and some, sometimes in that exact voice. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, so Stray Cats uh, was one of mine. Um, what's on your, what's next on your list? Well, I know this is one you didn't. This was, it was a touchy one for you. I don't know. Robbie in Vegas. Oh. It wasn't, it's not that it was touchy, but it was like, I'm, I was, I don't know. I mean, I don't really, we don't really talk about concerts too much, like in the first couple of series, but like, I mean, I like that, you know, I'm, I've got the meet and greet bug. 
Oh, right, right, right. You oh, know? so a lot of it was the meet and greet. And, Price mean, was yeah. ridiculous. I the, mean, he was had, he hasn't been here. You saw him at the Mayan, right? Yeah, and that's the ago. only time I've seen him, though, and, besides this. And meet and greet was like 600 bucks or 800 bucks, and I'm like, dude, you better drop that On down top to of two. a like, $500 ticket. Not that we paid that much. <laughs> but my partner and I went, we made a great weekend of it. And it was really, it was a really fantastic show. Even though it wasn't that many of Robbie's original songs, it was a lot of covers and some of his swing stuff. But um, man, was the audience up for it, and everybody was singing and on their feet, and it was a high production show. And, and you, were you guys, were you guys closer on the near the? No, no, we were really? we were close to the back, if that's what you mean. <laughs> 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 but we, I still got some decent photos from it, and um, not that it, you know, it wasn't all about that. It was just the experience of seeing him. But they made the whole the whole theater became an event. I mean, everything was decorated, and you know, with pictures of him and photo ops, and not with him, but you know, like Instagram type photo ops. And it was just a really really fun night, and I'm glad that we got to do it. And he's coming back, so yeah, if yeah. you want to go, you still could go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing with, with that. When I first heard he was coming, I was actually excited. I was like, okay, cool, Vegas. You know, um, I was excited to see him, and and people don't really know too much about my... Well, if you know anything about my Take That history, because um, Robbie used to be in Take That, for those of you who don't know, it's kind of like he didn't need... They didn't need him, and he doesn't need them, and, and it's kind of two two camps now, and... I mean, he'll always be part of that band, but if you if you really break it down, he sang three songs. That's it. With them, really, yeah, he only had lead on three songs. Well, I mean, until Progress album. I mean, he did. Could it be magic? I found heaven, and everything changes. And and he was the jokester in the interviews. That's kind of right. That was he his was role. The personality. Um, I would like to see him, but I saw the set list, and I'm like, oh uh, no. I mean, the four four or five songs he did of his own weren't ones that I would want to see. I mean, I think he should do a greatest hits. He should, he should, but it was very much living his Vegas fantasy and it worked and people loved it. Everything was sold out. Do you look good? He looked, okay, yeah, he looked well, great. I'll show you some photos. Okay. Great. We'll, do that. <laughs> we'll do that afterwards. So, uh, um, we'll go ahead and go off your list cause it's longer than mine. It is. I mean, Howard Jones with men without hats. Okay, that I was, was a, that was a great fun night here at the Saban in L.A. How was that? I don't think we were. I didn't. I don't think I needed. Too I much of that. love Men Without Hats. I'm always gonna have a really good time. It's just like automatically on your feet and dancing like a fool, and not just to the one song. In fact, they could drop that from the set, and I would be fine. <laughs> and Howard Jones was touring for a new album that was all electronic and synthy, so that was great too. He always, he always, delivers. he always. I mean, he can do. I've seen him play with a full band and three backup singers at the Forum, sold mm-hmm. that crowd, to uh, the Troubadour, like mm-hmm. sitting at a piano. Yeah. And I think he's coming soon with Nick Beggs. And, uh, yeah, they're just doing like a trio show. Oh. Acoustic trio. So I think it's Robin Bolt from his band. And then... Who's in his band now with Nick, Nick Beggs on bass. Nick Beggs from Kasha Gugu. Uh, one, one of the ones that got away. Yeah, one that won't. Probably never see, but uh, yeah. Well, don't say it, never, because there's some that we saw that we never thought we would see. So, um, I've got a lot more. You want to hear about more? Howard Jones. <laughs> well, no, I was just gonna say, like, I mean, probably my favorite Howard Jones show was um, at the Greek, <laughs> and you were there, 
because we were dancing like crazy fools, and everybody was oh, the looking retro at Futura. Yeah, tour? no, no, no. Um, bare naked oh, ladies. Oh, the bare naked ladies one. Yeah, the Howard Jones went on I tour think, with OMD. And I think I may have seen Howard Jones more than anybody else. I think Erasure's mine. Erasure, Howard, and the Go Go's, but he plays a lot. Yeah, and. You never want to miss it because it's always good. Yeah, and that was a weird combo: bare naked ladies, OMD, and Howard Jones. And I think you kind of came. I think you were like super last minute, right? Didn't I like call you and say, "Hey, I you want to so. go?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you were like, "Okay." And I thought I left my camera at home, so I mean, we were literally in the and we were in one of those like VIP boxes because we were in boxes because we were special and. um we were just dancing crazy and like everybody was looking at us, but we were, I mean, I probably haven't had as much fun as I had that night with you because we knew all the words and we were just dancing like fools. But I feel like we get that almost at every show, 80s show in particular, somebody will go, oh my God, you guys were having so much fun. But that I was like, yeah, you can all do, do that. that. You can all get up and dance <laughs> and sing and have a good time. That's, that's not what we're here for. Get out, get out of your seats. Yeah. Um, I, I just remember that one was really, really fun. And I mean, and it was during the summer too, and it was kind of hot. And like, I don't know about you, but like, I was just really just like, I started to get like really sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> That's as it should be. And at, uh, at a hot summer night at the Greek theater. That was fun. That Did was you see OMD this year? I didn't. I saw them twice. This year? Yeah. Or 2019? Greek. Where? Uh, Wait. Did you? The B-52's OMD in nope. Berlin. Nope, missed it. Was at the Microsoft. Missed it. That was sort of like a 40th anniversary tour for everyone. Missed it. <laughs> and then uh, one of the 80s weekend shows, also at the Microsoft. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, of course you saw that, because that was the Bananarama show. Who? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, oh, well, there's more on my list than I thought. Jody Watley, Bananarama, oh, yeah. The Bengals, OMD. Yeah, I remember that. That was a good one. And I remember you... Posting about Jody Watley, how you were kind of surprised that she had she got everybody going, and how you, I think you said you didn't really have you didn't really think much of it before. No, I love I love Jody. I guess I just didn't know what she was gonna do because it wasn't. Now she performs sort of as Shalimar, and she's got a band and sings and lets the guys sing and they go back and forth. Yeah, but this was definitely just Jody doing her like eighties solo hits with a bunch of dancers, and it, everybody was really fired up. What, it was really was fun. the first song some kind of love or didn't you want me? I know you never know. Mark never know. knows I, like the, the, <laughs> the list of things. I can't and... remember all that shit. <laughs> um, well, let me just let me just do my one next one. So. You know, unless you've been living under a rock. My favorite group is Duran Duran. and what? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what rock was that? Um, I was very fortunate to be able to see them um, six times this year over two little part, you know, little parts in time, February in Vegas and then down here at Aqua Caliente and then two more times at Vegas. And I just love Duran Duran. I mean, they just, for me, they just deliver every single time. And from the first, like, the first time I saw them was 87 for the um, Strange Behavior Tour. And I was really, really far back. Excuse me. And um, when they just, when they started the tour for Paper Gods, which was, like, four years ago, 2015, I just remember saying that, like, I was going to get good tickets, finally. And... I got tickets for the San Diego show and I was in the third row and it was the closest I'd ever been. And there was, and there was a seat next to me and a girl sat down and Mark had made me this amazing Simon Le Bon t-shirt. It was 
I love the t-shirt to this day. And um, the girl next to me, I was sitting in her seat at, and she will, her name's Christina. And she, to this day, if you're listening to this, Christina, you know that you said it like this. She goes, you're in my seat. (laughs) (laughs) And were you? Yeah, I was, (laughs) but my seat was next to it. But so she sat down and she looked at the shirt. She's like, nice shirt. And I was like, um, yeah, thanks. I go, uh, who's your favorite? She goes, Simon. And I was like, I go, Simon's my favorite too. And, uh, and from that moment, we bonded, and she... And she's Sorry, like, it's my old shutters uh, rattling. Stop it, shutters. <laughs> no, um, she's one of those girls that would pay, like, four or $500 for a, a good ticket, buy yours, and then you pay her back. So, yes. So, I mean, I'm, I've am i got the Duran Duran close bug, and I just... I had 17th row for one of the shows in Vegas, and I was like, oh, my God, this is too far back. I can't handle it. But... Thank God for my very good zoom lens camera. And I was just jamming that show, you know, um, they, they change it up. They do different stuff. I mean, they, they, threw in, in particular on this round of shows, they, they mixed one, yeah, it up. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, in February we got new religion as the opening and it was amazing. And, um, this last round in September, you know, um, uh, Careless Memories and Astronaut and oh wow Astronaut yeah and um, oh god um, one show they did Planet Earth uh, Space Oddity yeah Mix, I, I think I've seen them do that and Sunrise yeah. New Moon on Monday but the best part was Simon's like oh I was talking with a girl in a in an airport and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, when are you going to do the old stuff? And he goes, he goes, and it doesn't get any more new romantic than this. Is there anyone out there? And everyone freaked out. I mean, and it's like, and it was just like, I can't believe they're doing this. (laughs) So, um, I, I just, I wish they would do meet and greets. I mean, they they never ever do. Wait, have you, you've met them over the years ever? I met them at, at Virgin Megastore when they did the signing for Astronaut. Oh, right, okay. And um, I think... Oh, and then um, at Amoeba, when they did the signing for Paper Gods, because I had your Simon t-shirt on, (laughs) and when you walked up to the table, it went Simon, John, Roger, Nick. So I walk up to the table, and Simon's first, and he looks at my shirt, and he goes, he goes, nice shirt. (laughs) I go, thanks. And John Taylor looks over, and he goes... I don't even care about that. That sound that's fine. The shutter adds on. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. It sounds ambient. Um, John Taylor looks at Simon and goes, "Haha, he's got a he's got a shirt with your face on it, Simon." And Simon looks at him, and I wish I could like ex- I wish I could explain the look on Simon's face. Simon looked at John and goes, "Yeah, John, he's one of mine." <laughs> and I literally could have like fallen down backwards and been totally happy. And there's a picture of these girls that I met. There's a picture of me shaking his hand. And it's like the best picture ever. So, um, so for me, Duran Duran, Stray Cats, and uh, Mark just reminded me of the '80s weekend. And I actually did see Bananarama after that, but it's kind of not the same anymore because the third part's not Aww. there. But we'll talk about her later. It's better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, what's what's on yours? Oh my god, just some quickies, some good shows I saw. Um, E.G. Daily, really. Intimate show at the Baked Potato in the Valley. 
you Why find are you looking some, at me crazy? No, you find no, you find some weird stuff and and no, I wasn't looking at you crazy. <laughs> no, like each. Look, oh, like here's EG the thing, did. people. If you want to know about shows, you let go on Facebook and you like every one of your bands because that's how you're gonna find out what they're up to. Somebody just a friend just asked me that the other day. Like, how do you know when people are playing? And so, like a weird little show like this, um, because she posted about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, E.G. Jaylee, I mean, most people, if even if you're in the know, it's like, for the for me, the last time I heard of her was, you know, Say It, Say It, 1986. So, when you said that, I wasn't looking at you funny, like, oh, wow, E.G. Daly. <laughs> She's still out there singing and doing voiceover and doing her thing. Nice. And if you think you don't know who that is, just go Google her, because you, you know who she is. If you saw um, Pee Wee Herman's... Yeah, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Big Adventure and a zillion other things. I got to see Mark Almond. Not too long ago, okay. um, playing at the Globe Theater in downtown. That was a, that was pretty cool. He yeah. sang all soft cell songs, I think, a couple of his own solos, but mostly it was soft cell material. Oh nice! So that was very cool Did and unexpected. Did what? Did you get bed sitter? Did we get bed sitter? Ugh, God, I don't, re- I don't remember. We'll look it I up. Don't remember. Somebody <laughs> look it up. And uh, Dita Vontis was on stage with him too, and that was very cool. And I have some lovely photos of. Dita in a bathtub while Mark is singing around her. <laughs> it was very, very cool. Nice. Um, uh, Jenny Lewis, do you know who Jenny Lewis is? Other than that Tim probably has mentioned her. Or, and, um, or maybe I haven't. Do you know little Chris? Little Chris. Bald, bald little, Chris. Oh, yeah, I know little, I know yeah. little Chris. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris. <laughs> hey. Um, he talks about Jenny Lewis all the time, so yeah, that's yeah, yeah. how I know who So she Jenny is. Lewis is my partner's like all-time favorite singer, solo singer, band. She was in a band called Rilo Kylie. And um, we got she put out a new album this year, and... I actually really like it, like, on my own. <laughs> like, I've always sort of known who she was, but, you know, we listen to her a lot in the car, and he's kind of gotten me hooked. And, and So we got to see her twice this year, which was really exciting. He gets to see me, like, go bonkers at shows quite a bit. And so it was it was fun to, like, sort of sit back and watch him watch the show right. with the same goofy grin that I have on my face <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> um, that's cool. So, um, so we're gonna, we're gonna get some water, water, and uh, we're gonna come back for part two and keep listening to series three of Is This Your Playlist? Welcome back listeners. Uh, you are here with Mark and me, and we are... Going through the best of 2019, um, some of our favorite things, and um, uh, for sure one of my highlights was the um, reunion of Marcella Detroit and Siobhan Fahey, um, otherwise known as Shakespeare's sister. Likewise. Um, uh, Mark and I always, we talk about things that we never thought we would see, and if you know anything about Shakespeare's sister history, it ended badly. Were you at L.A. Pride when Marcella Detroit played many, many years ago? Mm-mm. She said, wait, what did she say? She said, I used to be, I used to be in Shakespeare's sister. I got over it. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a little bitter sounding, and uh, yeah, so you never thought that they would get back together. But did she sing... Did she sing Stay? I'm sure she sang Stay back then. I mean, she had to. She had to have. Um, 
Well, and here's, you know, here's my history with it. Um, you know, when Siobhan uh, reunited with uh, with Karen and Sarah from Bananarama and did that tour, I never, ever thought that would happen. And it did. And I remember telling my best friend, Chip, at one point I said to her, to him, I said, Chip, if she's, if she's mending her fences with Bananarama, I said, Shakespeare Sisters only a matter of time. Yeah. And then... There was like that, she was cleaning house. Yeah, and then there was that one picture, and I don't, I'm sure you saw it of them at the, the coffee shop, the two of them. Did you see that on Instagram? Here in West Hollywood, I don't know if I saw that one, and I think I told you this that a friend of mine took a picture with them at Mickey's at one of the drag, at one of the drag shows, and she was told you can't like you can't post it yet until we make an announcement. <laughs> So she Which would have killed us if we were holding on to that information. I know, right? Did did she tell you? Did uh, they tell you that it was happening? I don't think Lori told me. Somebody else had told me um, that it was definitely happening. that night that Marcella sang at uh, at the Viper whiskey, room? Was it room? Room? whatever it was, whatever it was. She did a little guest vocal thing, and I think it was then that a friend of mine who's in a band that she told it was happening, and he told me, and we just sort of sat on it quietly. <laughs> Which is hard for us to do. Um, and so, yeah, so then this year they put out, um, the first song was called All the King's Horses. And uh, it sounds like it's kind of autobiographical because it was like all the king's horses and it, all the king's men couldn't, couldn't put, put us, us back, back together, together again. Definitely, but they say it's, they say it's, they not. Say it's not, but it almost <laughs> seems so obviously. And it's very, it's very... Um, what, how, not countryfied, but it's very it's like, like spaghetti western. Yeah. <laughs> if you can, That's exactly. It is, what I mean, it is, it is. And, and it's sort of the whole EP that ended up coming out a little later. Sort of has the whole sort of. I mean, they wrote it in the desert. They wrote it in Joshua Tree, yeah. and it kind of has that vibe. Yeah, which is cool. But at the same time, I'm curious to see what they do next. And they're and they sounded they sounded good on the EP, and also they they did a, an appearance on Graham Norton. And Graham Norton seems to have the the people on before they actually do shows, and I was just I mean they hadn't they hadn't performed together in like twenty seven years or something like that, and wait 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 stay was ninety two ninety three so it has been yeah like twenty yeah twenty six years twenty five years. I don't know, somewhere Something like that. that. And they were on Graham Norton, and they did their big song, Stay, and they just didn't sound good at all. Like, I just remember kind of thinking, oh, I hope that they sound better. Cause you know, they've, they've both done it differently, like Marcel has been doing her own version of it, and Siobhan. Siobhan's been doing it with Bananarama, and they had their own version of it. Maybe they had a, they had a, it took a minute to get back to the original. I just... Marcella seemed nervous. Like she just. Seemed I still haven't really seen nervous. that performance, but yeah, yeah there, there was probably it. nerves. And uh, even Siobhan with her, vi- I mean, because basically, you know, Siobhan just kind of stands there and does her thing, just you know, until her big, you know, you bad, I don't yeah. know, but you know, but it was like, uh, so they announced the UK tour, and you know, you know me, I was, <laughs> I'm not gonna wait for him to come here. <laughs> So I had tickets to uh, two of the shows in November of last year and um, ended up not going because tickets got misplaced and 
blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so... <laughs> Refer to the Palm Springs episode for the full story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. I think so. <laughs> um, and um, so I didn't get to see it. So um, I am hoping that they'll do even a mini tour. Because they both live in Los Angeles. Yeah, so... I don't see why they... Because they came mm. here before. Yeah, they, they toured here for and, Hormonally Yours. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I just, if they're going to do it, I wish they would announce we're, it so I can plan my life. We're still hopeful. Yeah. So, um, Bananarama did it. I mean, they just did what they did LA, San Francisco, New York, and Canada, right? Yeah. Small. So, yeah, if they decide to do those cities, great. Just let me know so I can start planning my life. Come on, Shakespeare's sister. <laughs> um, I just love Siobhan. Like, the fact that, like, she was with Bananarama and I got to meet them and meet her. Like she was always my favorite, but I don't think that I even really realized it until like she was back again with Bananarama and Shakespeare's sister was kind of one of those iffy things with me because it was sort of like, I didn't really, I mean, she really just kind of like went completely like 180 of her Bananarama image. Yeah. And I think um, very intentional. It was a little crazy, like, you know, when she did like stay, she had like the crazy eyes. <laughs> but I'm so excited that they're back together. And um, yeah, so um, yeah, so Shakespeare Sisters reunion's a big one for me. What about you, Mark? Well, how about um, some of your top albums? Because mine, certainly near at, I didn't put anything in order. But Bananarama's album, In Stereo, I thought was Who? fantastic. Are we not speaking of them when Siobhan's <laughs> not there? Because I think it's probably the best of their duo. duo albums. And it's got some really fantastic stuff. And it did pretty solid for them. They did a little tour for it. I'm like looking at it right now. <laughs> it's right in the front of his, of his, um, of his album. It is. It's a really great electro pop album when did you get a, it signed uh it came like that you could oh. order it you could order signed copies and almost, it's on clear vinyl it's almost, quite lovely almost pushed you like, no, no, the no. fuck did you <laughs> <laughs> i have them over for tea and then the right next to it uh, listeners is uh, uh yet another belinda carlisle thing signed to mark and did that come or did she sign that for you that was just signed two weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> i didn't get to talk about that in in my concert that was a pretty very cool definitely one of the more interesting things we did actually it's the third time i've done it where you go to a yoga class and belinda and her band are off to the side playing tracks from this wilder shores album which is yoga mantras set to pop music so it's definitely a very interesting very la sort of thing to do i suppose no mad about you yeah yes after (laughs) after when class is finished (laughs) you get a few other tracks just in you know an acoustic small band style so she did mad about you our lips are sealed circle in the sand and i believe one other that is slipping my mind at the moment um, and she had Donna DeLore. And she went, yeah, yes, she had Donna DeLore on backup vocals. So who's got the last laugh there, Madonna? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, that's cool. No, I mean, that's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, like, and Donna and Nikki did. You, you know, saw them just a couple weeks before, I right? I did that. I did. And they were really good. Um, they didn't sing, they didn't sing enough of their own things. They did really kind of weird things. Um, they sang a couple of hers. They sing like rain, <laughs> a couple of Madonna songs. Do they do any of like mantra music? Cause that's what Donna 
does now, and she has a new single coming out with Belinda. They just shot a video. She did, yeah, she did sing one song that she said was coming out. It's, okay, so it's probably the same. Oh, that, and that they did that as well. Yeah. At, at the show I was at. They did um, that together. And Nikki, like, I thought she would do, like, snap stuff, but she didn't. <laughs> and she sang just, like, songs, random songs. Um, they looked great. Um, they kind of, people kind of asked them about, like, Madonna stuff, because it was sort of like a Q&A kind of thing. Uh-huh. And um, Nikki basically said, um, you know, we, we don't get the, the credit that we probably deserve. How so. many tours did, or albums, how long were they together? Well, here's the here's funny thing. So Donna was, Donna's been with her since True Blue. And then when she went to do the tour for Who's That Girl, the big stadium tour, second tour. That's the first time I saw her. Um there was another singer that dropped out. So that's how Nikki came. So Nikki said she always kind of felt like, like Jackie from Banana Rams yeah. just kind of tapped she, onto the end. Yeah. And so she never um, really bonded the same way. Yeah. She just kind of said she came in and I mean, she had like two weeks to learn everything. And, um, but I mean, if you're a Madonna fan, I mean, the dichotomy of Madonna, Nikki and Donna were, it was kind of an, an, you know, it was an indelible image. Um, and I kind of think she couldn't have done some of the things without them. I remember she did the Vogue VMA performance with, with old time, uh, first 20th century or 18th century. That was amazing. But I remember they did, I think they did the VMAs the year before, two years before, and they did Express Yourself. And it was just the three of them dancing. And it yeah. was just like, I think Nikki and Donna were sort of like the first kind of like backup singers that were almost where you actually knew them as, they were part of the yeah yeah you know part of the fold so yeah so that was kind of cool um and yeah so you want to talk more about albums and music i'll just rattle off a few <laughs> that i like the howard jones album came out at the beginning of the year and that was good solid synth record uh, i think we talked about it before the josie cotton album that came out this year everything is oh yeah wasn't it an old album that it's, they... yeah it was an old album from uh 85 or so that that never got released and she found the you know tapes found all the on. tapes spruced it up and released it this year and it's a really fun record i told you brian setzer's on a couple tracks so you should definitely check that out um mika came back after a long break mika hasn't do you I like mean, mika have you heard the record i haven't heard the record but i liked um i loved uh we are golden I, there's the no day. reason i mean there's gonna be something you like on the album <laughs> yeah, it's very mika so definitely check that one out uh we saw him in concert this year also and he's you know he always delivers also it was a small scale show for him uh less like he usually has props and things and it was a, a smaller show but everybody on their feet singing every word nice. even to the songs that had just come out like that week <clears throat> nice um his, oh my god we hit a snag we hit a snag his, <laughs> we hit his, a moment of quiet his um well his his version uh i mean his song grace kelly the first song yeah. um there's a bimbo jones remix of that yeah. it's probably the best one of the best remixes i've ever heard it's so amazing so if you haven't heard it check it out bimbo jones remix of grace kelly by mika um, berlin oh transcend the berlin transcendence. transcendence which i must confess it's a little 
on the slower side than I would have liked. It's very mellow. Yeah, and, Ber- and Berlin's kind of... Oh, God, we're getting off... Well, no, it's not that we're getting off on a tangent. It came out this year. It's a brand new album, folks. A brand new album, <laughs> reunion album. <laughs> and when we say reunion, we mean it because John Crawford and Dave Diamond are back in the band, and Dave is a guitar hero now. Rather than keyboard. <laughs> rather than the keyboard hero that he was in the 80s. Yeah, I had a crush on him. I still have a crush on him. I think he knows I have a crush on him. Um, and they're fantastic. Seeing I saw them live a couple times this year, too. They're always fantastic. Yeah, it's always great always to deliver. see them. But I was just hoping for a little more, like, synthy, upbeat, sexy. Oh, I saw them, too. See, I, I don't really remember all the shows. I had, to go, I had to go back and look at, like, um, photo files, like, on my laptop to remember what shows i've been to well they did berlin did a free show oh, in palm springs, palm springs. Yeah. and i was there and we were on the i took my friend freddie and and we were on the right hand side and and you know dave comes over and he sees me and he was like he literally said hi kedrick from the stage and i was nice. like see because for me that's, listeners that happens so rarely for mark it's like everyone knows him not everyone <laughs> But that is what happens when you go see the same bands for, like, your entire life. <laughs> they do get to recognize your faces. Exactly. So so that was cool. So um, what, what else is on your list, my friend? I mean, a lot of bands came back, Simply Red. I actually have to dive into that one a bit more, but it sounds really, like, upbeat and, and 70s soul funky. So um, gotta, I've got to get back into that. The Alarm, Sigma... Mike Peter. Oh, I also saw them. They were part of one of the 80s shows. Mike Peters is one of the most passionate, amazing performers out there. Now, is he still singing for Big Country? He's not singing for Big Country. That was okay. pretty short. Okay. Um, short so Big Country are playing in L.A. fairly soon, fairly as weird. again, as part of one of those 80s weekend shows. But it's... Uh, I think it might be the son of one of the former members or one of the son of one of the members that's taking over vocals. vocals. Could it be Stuart Adamson? Some, someone? No, I think it's somebody that's actually like still currently in the band. So I'm not sure who's doing vocals. I haven't heard anything yet. Well, and that was funny about the eighties weekend. Cause I had pretty much resolved that I wasn't going to go because of the lineup I heard before, but then I saw the lineup and, and there's one band that we both want to see. And I remember telling you, I said, Mark, I said, do you know Heaven 17 is going to be at the 80s weekend? And I remember you saying, oh, man, no. <laughs> and they still say one more one more to be announced, one more special guest. So we'll see what that is. Um, um, so, yeah, Simply Red. Um, there's no denying it was Lizzo's year. Were you into that at all? <laughs> We're saying goodbye to Mark's roommates. <laughs> Bye. Bye, kids. Did you get into Lizzo? You know what, Lizzo was like, you know, I didn't want to like her, but I, I like that song good as hell. Yeah, my friend Dylan introduced me to her a couple of years ago, actually. I forget what the first tracks were that I heard, but I dug it. It was just, it's just fun. Is, uh, is that, um, that's Devin's husband, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. you, yeah. Listeners, you will meet Devin sometime this series. Probably because he's another <laughs> music freak. Um, but yeah they, yeah, they introduced me to Lizzo a little while back, and... and we dug it, so I was like really kind of surprised and happy how she, the way she blew up yeah, this that's, year. That's not really that's not really on your wheelhouse. no, but there's just no denying like a catchy tune. Yeah, and just watching her, she's so much fun. She's having and a good time. Check, check, it, was, I, I, it was definitely as far as mainstream music, which we don't really listen to a whole heck of a lot of. Um, you know, like 
new artists and, and stuff. Uh, it was definitely Lizzo's year for sure. Oh, so and that's a good that's a good segue to my last thing. So sometimes with me, um, I it takes me a while to kind of like certain things, and so this year um, I kind of wrote down two things. And you'll probably laugh at the first one because it's probably like just, you know, you know, simp- uh, you know, you've probably listened to it forever. But um, I was not a fan of the jam. OK, but I loved Style Council. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't really a fan of Paul Willard, but Style Council, I, I loved. I was more Style Council, too. And the jam, um, I think um, I was listening to one of my 80s playlists on Spotify and it and it went. Like, it was the ending of the playlist, and then, like, on Spotify, they'll have, like, suggestions after that, yeah. so then the next song played, and it was a town called Malice. Yeah. And, I mean, I just, like, I just love that song. It's like, ding, 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 ding. And it's like, when did that come out? Like, 1980? <laughs> like, 79? I don't, I, don't, I don't know, but, I mean, it's early. Yeah, so sometimes <laughs> it takes a while. Well, if it came out in 79, then it's going to also coincide it- with the next one. So <laughs> this guy, Eric, comes into the gym and says, have you heard this song? And he turns his phone around and it was called One Way Ticket. Wait, and I'd one never, Way Ticket. And I'd never one heard it. Ticket. That is not ringing our bell just yet. Yeah. And so I looked it up and listened to it. I mean, and it came out in 1979 and it was by a group called Eruption. And oh, also, I've heard the name Eruption, but... And they also did... Um, I like can't funk? stand the rain. It was sort of like that whole disco thing, you know? And, like, I mean, One Way Ticket, like, eventually, I think on my Spotify, like, songs that I've listened Wait. to the most. Town Called Malice came out in 1980. Thank you. For the record. Thanks so much. <laughs> Mark's so good with looking that stuff up. But, like, yeah, Eruption came out in 1979, and it was disco, and it was it was sort of like that Frank Farian kind of thing, like the Boney M yeah. era. And so, of course, I went to, you know, my, my go-to YouTube, and I watched, there was a performance in Russia, of all things, and um, it was, it was the girl, I can't remember what her name is, but, like, she was performing, and it was like, one-way ticket, I mean, very 70s, and very, I just love it. So, like, for me, one of the best parts of 2019 was, you know, 40 years later, Finally figuring out some new music. Well, that's and, fun. I'm uh, looking. I'm looking it up right now to see if it's on <laughs> Apple Music. So uh, yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of it. And um, I think we will probably have time for a few honorable mentions, unless you have more on your. I mean, I've got tons more on my list. Do you want to just hear more albums you should go listen to? Yeah, sure. Uh, Natalie Archangel, The Prettier Things. Have you ever heard of Natalie Archangel? Mm-mm. Check her out. She's awesome. Okay. Um, my Life Story. Do you remember My Life Story? Mm-mm. Do you remember the Romo movement? The very brief... Uh, I'm trying to think of who else was in it. There was a group called Orlando. Um, I'm like dumbstruck right now. But it was, uh, it was sort of the, supposed to be like the return of a new romantic... Oh. thing mm-hmm. and i wouldn't even say they sound like it now but they sort of got lumped into that scene scene and uh they just put out a new album first for ages uh, muna are you familiar with muna three probably, three yeah. girls yeah i was probably just focused on england <laughs> yeah well my life story is england <laughs> okay uh muna muna saves the world's a good one um kim wilde came out with her very first live album which is rocking good time 
um, Prince, the originals. Oh my god, that was so good. Yeah. It's, I, if <laughs> I you mean, don't know about that, it's uh, Prince's original demos. demos that he did for the likes of uh, Vanity Mar- Six and Mar- Sheila E. And Martika. Martika. Yeah. It was weird hearing him sing Love Thy Will Be Done because right, the one uh, that Martika did, because literally the music was exactly the same. It was just Martika's voice dropped on yeah like they didn't you know they didn't change change it it beyond that um just oh and you probably know this um um have you heard samantha fox's version of la isla bonita oh god i I think i have and it's the music is exactly the same as madonna's i mean where did that even come from why did that come out it's on a one-off weird single yeah like i mean after it came out after her her call me cover with Sabrina, right? So sort of, I mean, not really current, but yeah, more it's recent. literally the music is just like La Isla Bonita. It's almost like Sam said, "Can I just have that track?" And she sings over it. And we're gonna listen to it later. That's weird. Um, so yeah, so you want to wrap it up here, and then we'll come back with a couple more things. Yes. So um, yeah, so we'll be back. Um, stay tuned, and we'll be back with our honorable mentions. Here on Is This Your Playlist? Welcome back to Is This Your Playlist? This is Mark, and I'm sitting here with Kedrick. Hi there. And we've got a couple more things to talk about. Our very, very famous, infamous, honorable mentions area. Where we talk about the things that we didn't really get to mention in the first two yeah. sections. So Mark, you want to start this one off? Yeah, I've got, I'm going to tell you about talk about one more concert, and uh, probably one more album release. So... Just recently, for the holidays, we went to Cindy Lauper's Home for the Holiday concert, which is something she's been doing in New York for several years, and this is the first time it's come to Los Angeles. So we um, grabbed a pair of tickets. Actually, my friend Brian grabbed tickets for us, and it was... I I think we sort of stayed away from it, because I thought it was going to be this really pricey charity thing, and I don't... Brian happened to log on on a day when ticket prices dropped or something so we had general admission tickets which you know general admission to us is front row yeah <laughs> so we got tim there nice and early he was the first one there and and uh he got in line we got uh, when they let us in we were right literally front row center yeah like it was super like to be. super super exciting but we did not <laughs> expect that for this show at all okay so um it was fantastic it was she had uh, a lot of guests. She had a lot of guests, and it had a very surprisingly, it was not very holiday oriented. There was like one or two Christmas songs, um, but it had a very like LA punk uh, vibe to, vibe to the guest stars, nice. um, starting with Belinda Carlisle. And, and you didn't know she was going to be there. No, we knew she was going. Okay. We knew we, we basically knew who the guests were were going to be. But when you added it all up, her Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction. Um, Dexter Holland from The Offspring. I think they're from OC. Are they from the Orange yeah, County? They are actually. And uh, Henry Rollins. Oh, nice. It just had, a, and those are they're all old punkers, so How it was kind of sound? interesting. And then even Marilyn Manson, surprisingly. How did he sound? Who? Um, uh, Henry Rollins. Da- uh, cool. He sang. I forget the name of the song, but it was an old Black Flag song that he and Cindy sang together. You can find what? it on my YouTube page. <laughs> But and what is that again? That's pop music. And how many M's is that? That's four M's. P O P M U Z I K slash. I don't know what the address is, but if you look that up, you'll find it. Anyway, um, it was really, really a fun night. Uh, Cindy and Marilyn did beautiful people. Um, Okesha was there also. 
So most people did like a sin. It was like they would do one of their own songs and then like a duet with Cindy. It was just super fun. Cindy yes. looked amazing. Um, Belinda did uh, Heaven on Earth, of course, for her you know her one solo bit, and really got one of the best reactions of the crowd. And I'm not just saying that. <laughs> and then at the end of the show, Cindy and Belinda did True Colors, oh, nice. and it was probably maybe the most magical like three minutes that I've seen on a stage this year, <laughs> at least for me. It was, re- it was really fantastic. And that's a lot for you. Yeah. That's a lot coming from me. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to have our friend David Reeves on and have him talk about the concerts. We'll just sit back and just like, <laughs> yeah. So that was a really super fun night. I'm glad we didn't miss it. Nice. Um, so like, you know, I, I said earlier that, you know, I didn't get to see a lot of shows this year. Um, just because I moved to Palm Springs and, you know, I was just trying to get my feeding, you know, my footing here. <laughs> Your feeding? My feeding. I know, right? Um, okay, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> okay. So I didn't get to see a lot of shows this year. Um, I talked about that earlier. But so, um, you know, I just want to kind of give a shout out to the, you know, to the people I didn't get to see this year. And hopefully I'll get to see them soon. So Take That did their Odyssey tour. And this was the first time in five years that I haven't seen them. Is there on, is there a DVD? I know there's a live album that came out. Is there a DVD too? Yeah, I haven't haven't delved in the DVD yet. Okay, but at least it's there. You can. And my greatest love, Gary Barlow's in it. Um, (laughs) And then, uh, you know, Kylie toured twice, once for the Golden album, and then she did like the, for the Greatest Hits album, and Sophie Ellis Baxter opened for her in July, June. I would have liked to have been at both of those. The DVD is sitting right over there, but it's just not the same as being there. Um... And, um, so it was funny as I was driving here when I left, um, running Canyon today, I was driving here and there was these two guys walking down the street and they were right at, um, right across the street from the, um, city hall. Yeah. That restaurant, Joey's, I think. Joey's. And one of the guys had a yellow, bright yellow shirt and it said Kylie Golden uh-huh. Turner had the cassette. And I was like, oh, I want to scream out Kylie, but I was driving too fast. Um, missed her. That was first. Uh, I didn't get to see the Golden Tour. I thought it was going to come to America, but I guess I'm didn't. used to missing her. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've gone to England yes. twice to see her on tour. So, and uh, probably the biggest one um, was the Spice Girls reunion tour um, as a four piece minus Victoria. And you know they did they did stadiums, thirteen of them, and you know, sold out every single one in England. So, you know, Spice Girls are still very relevant. Uh, they had they had sound issues in a couple of them, but uh, they looked great. And um, I watched some clips, and, and it looked like a really amazing show, a really cool set. Yeah, I mean, and they were, I mean, and it, you know, it wasn't like them just all at one end. Yeah, the there was a lot of places for them to run around, right, and really get out into the crowd. Yeah, so that was cool. Um and rumor has it that they're going to do a Vegas residency in 2021, so... Yes, those rumors, those same rumors, flew about Take That, and we've yet to see that happen. Yeah, I don't Although, know. in the wake of Robbie having a successful run, I don't see why any of them wouldn't give it a try. Yeah, listeners, I'm shaking my head because I've, I've given up on Take That coming to America because they keep saying they're going to go on to territories they've never been before. Well, come here, you had a hit. Just do East Coast, West Coast. I'm not mad at them or anything. <laughs> so Mark's going to give us the final Oh, my final my final thing is a reissue that just came out very recently that I don't know if you know anything about Dollar. 
I, you know, did you notice that I kept staring? I was like staring at it. I'm gonna go get it. Okay. <laughs> so, Dollar are this duo from the UK that came out, I think, around 78, 79. But weren't they part of Buck's Fizz? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's a that's a whole other story. Um, they came out in 78, 79. They had they had some hits. They were a little like middle of the road, kind of adult contemporary, very sappy. Some of the songs, and then um, for their second album, they got in touch with Trevor Horn based on their love of uh, Video Killed the Radio Star. They wanted a more modern sound. And they hooked up with Trevor Horn, and they had some really, really big hits, the biggest being uh, Mirror, Mirror. Mirror, Mirror, that's the one I knew. Yeah, that's the only one I think you can really even find, like, streaming in, in America, probably. So Trevor Horn ended up producing, I think, four songs that were all big hit singles. And he couldn't do the whole album, so they, they did the rest of it themselves. Well, they did Ola Moore. Is that that's, Erasure's Ola Moore? Yes. Oh, okay. That's way later. Okay. Way later. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So they had a couple other albums. They they faded away a bit. And then they came back with uh, two singles, neither of which were big hits, but they were really good, like beautifully produced, beautifully crafted pop songs. And then disappeared for a minute again, and then they came back with Ola Moore. Mm-hmm. And Teresa Bazaar, the singer, she had heard um, got something from the circus. What was the first single from the circus? Erasure Circus. I think yes, it was sometimes. She heard sometimes she went to she went to the record store to get that album and she just bought whatever Erasure album, probably not realizing they had more than one. Mm-hmm. So she took home the first album, heard Oh Lamore, and was like, Oh, I, we should cover this. Because it hadn't been a big hit by Erasure. No. Despite the fact that we all know and love it, it was kind of a bomb. And I think uh, Dollar's version went to number four, I believe. And then after that, they put out one more single called It's Nature's Way, which if you've never heard it, you're going to, it's like Stock Aching Waterman on acid. In fact, I think there's a mix called like the Acid Trip mix or something. Like it's really crazy. Lots of whip cracks, very dead or alive. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if you knew this, but, um, you know, um, when the Here and Now tour started, tours started, um, uh, they were on the one of the first ones. Yeah. And it was Human League, Kim Wilde, Five Star, Bell Stars, Altered Images, Dollar, and Visage. And so I was there. Pretty much every band that I've never, never seen, seen and probably <laughs> never will. But. Well, you saw Human <laughs> Anyway, so a lot of the stuff has been really unavailable and mixes that were never released. And they actually went in and... and did extended versions of all those Trevor Horn songs that never had extended versions. And they sound like they came out in the eighties. There's nothing like particularly modern. They sound like they would have been on 12 inch singles from that time. And there's like, you know, PWL mixes and stuff of, of the later material. And it's uh one, two, three, four, five, six discs and a DVD. And it's pretty fantastic. Nice. So it's definitely my favorite reissue of the year. Nice. So, uh, well, that's it for this episode this first one back in 2020 and i want to thank mark for joining the party and um i kind of just laid it on him today that it's uh, it's yours <laughs> and uh so i i'm looking forward to many many more um uh, episodes this time around and um i hope everyone had a great christmas a great holiday and uh, i hope everyone has a great start of the 2020 And uh, we will see you next time on Is This Your Playlist? See ya.